Welcome to Campbell and Cohen's Kooky Quarantine. I'm Seamus Campbell. I'm Ben Cohen. And we are joined today by what would probably be our largest group ever. We have Artie Nelson, who is region, or no, he is the national committee person from what was, I'll do Washington. my W's, Washington. There's too many W states, man. And he's losing his shit right now because Seamus cannot remember who he is. Yes. Uh, then we got our good friend Charles Myers back again for his third appearance on the pod. Loves us. Yes. And finally, after being mentioned in probably every single episode, we finally have Hannah Robleski. The... Our weeks of probably being way too creepy about this have paid off. Oh, yes! <laughs> okay, listeners, you can't tell what's, why I'm just started cheering, but she's drinking from a Hamilton cup that we got when we saw the show back in January. You mean from the before time? The long, yeah, long Yeah, the before days. Yes. Lily, come here. Come here. Back when we thought 2020 wasn't going to be the worst year ever. Uh, those were simple times. Oh, shit. Oh, 2019, we were so mean to you. Lily, hi, Poppy. My dog got a haircut yesterday. Lily. You have to tell her how pretty she is. Hi, Lily. You're so pretty. You're so, so pretty, Poppy. So, the last time we had Charles on, we half-jokingly talked about trying to do a discussion on which political figures are which Harry Potter characters. And so, Ben and I were talking yesterday, and we're like, we haven't found a guest yet. And he says, let's do this. So, it's happening. And we have three of the biggest Harry Potter nerds that we know. Of course, Hannah is, uh, wants to claim the title, but, you know, she has to fight for it. That's why she's on. Where are all the ladies? Um, yeah. one, one just canceled on us, you know, friend of the pod, Leah Kirk, and then no one else messaged me. Like, we, I put out the open casting call. He did. Mm-hmm. I got, like, a message from Artie at, like, 9 o'clock last night, and he's like, I want in. Here's my email. Get me on. That's how you pivot. So let's get one now. Just... Easy, not off the bat. We all know that Betsy DeVos is Dolores Umbridge. Like, that's just an easy one. I you will have something clever to say, but it's just that obvious. <laughs> so, I honestly, I think Mike Pence, Colin Creevy. You know, Toll Sycophant. Okay, you can see it, right? I still put him sort of in the, uh, I, I would, you know, under like one of Malfoy's, you know, major hangers on. What did I say? I think that I, that I thought he was Crab or Goyle last time. Mm-hmm. Which is the one that can't read? Is that Goyle? I think that was Crab. Yeah. Whichever. Yeah. Okay, if it's Crab, then that definitely has to be Brian Kemp because everything with coronavirus, everything with coronavirus, like he says, oh, I didn't know that you could have coronavirus and not show symptoms. Where were you for two fucking months? Are you stupid or a liar? Both. Yeah. Oh. And then Duh. Ben Sass is Goyle. Mm-hmm. Is Ben Sass though like actually like have evil intentions? Or is he just that stupid? You could be both. I don't know. But that's how I feel about Goyle too. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'd also say that Marianne Williamson is Sybil Trelawney. Yes. yes. I came, I came here to say this as well. Um, because they, as, aside from both being space cadets, um, 
they've also each said like one or two true things for the entire series and that was by mistake and they both really really want you to buy crystals yes um yeah accurate in in fact uh, at our national convention last year she was the, the orb mother was wearing a healing crystal she, um, she was she was it was in my selfie um that's how i noticed uh, so that's I feel like that's I feel like that's the free square of all of this. That's true. Is the Ministry of Magic the DNC though? Well, I mean, easily taken over by dumb people can be fixed with the right people coming in. Um, well, we got another guest coming in. Oh, I don't know, dude. Though. So yeah, joining us now is uh, Mufazal Hossein, who is. I don't even know what his title is this week in uh, the Queen's Young Democrats. But... I'm the Vice President of Diversity and Outreach. Yeah. There you go. Hey, uh, Mufazal, are you e- uh, wearing the same type of shoe this time? What? Are you wearing matching shoes? I am, fortunately, yes. So, listeners, two of us go to a birthday party about a year ago in the before times, long, long ago. And I noticed that he's wearing uh, different shoes. So, we all got to, got to point and laugh. Yeah, that was uh, that happened twice actually, three times. Once in my gym after that, and another one in a family party. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, so okay, we're going through the list of who's who. We were just saying that Marion Williamson is a uh, civil. How do you? Pr- I can't. Pr- I can oh, never wow. pronounce her. There you go. So I can never pronounce that name. I just like to jump in and say that I'm glad you've gotten off of stating that. Uh, that who did you say Williamson was last time? You said it was going to be Luna Lovegood. Yeah, and actually, when I heard that kind of argument, I had to agree with it. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm willing to admit I'm wrong every now and then. Completely wrong. Mm-hmm. I was shown new facts, and I adapted. You know, that's the way we have to live. I'm, I'm not a Republican. I'm not someone who just believes that Earth was created 3,000 years ago, and Adam and Eve rode around on dinosaurs. Oh no, they rode I'm around on New York. No, actually, that would be the uh, that would be Jackson County, Missouri. You're thinking of, yeah. You know, there are a few nice things in Jackson County, Missouri. Uh, Zona Rosa's there. That's really nice to wander around in, or or the Plaza. Um, technically, it's where the Royals play, but we don't really like to talk about that. And that's all I've got to say. Do we feel that? George W. Bush is Cornelius Fudge, or do we feel that Cornelius Fudge was actually a little bit better intentioned? No, I think I think George W. Bush is Cornelius Fudge. I think he tried. <laughs> just no. didn't, didn't just had no idea what he was doing, or like yeah. what the world looked like. No, he was George but H. Think- w. Bush. He was George H. W. Bush. Well intentioned. Actually, he's not a bad guy, but just in over his head and thought, you know, if he, he could just, like, win on one issue, saying Voldemort's uh, gone, and George H.W. Bush was like, you know, I got through uh, Persian Gulf, you know, we're great. I mean, if we're going on that, I feel like he could be Jimmy Carter. God, every leader. Me, George W. Bush would be Gilderoy Lockhart, if anyone. Like... It's not his own material. He's, like, doing other people's material, like, says he's, like, going to have, like, solutions. Like, I mean, seems nice. I had a great argument from a friend yesterday that uh, that Gilderoy Lockhart would be Donald Trump, but we can pull on that thread later. I feel like, I, and this is kind of a deep cut, 
but I feel like if you're if you're going off of that sort of thing, U.S. Senator, uh, former U.S. Senator John Walsh of Montana belongs in the conversation because, as you'll recall, he plagiarized his entire master's dissertation in a series of copy and pastes, um, <laughs> and was, uh, which was revealed in the New York Times. Um, he got promoted to his position in spite of actually not being terribly qualified for it. And uh, I mean, I feel like that could mean he, any number was, of the Trumps then. And he didn't mm -hmm. even survive the full term. So I, I feel like this whole thing lines up a little bit. It lines up well enough to merit consideration. You make a good argument. Um, I also take issue with H.W. Bush as, um, as Cornelius Fudge, because Cornelius Fudge like needed to like constantly run everything by other people. He never made a decision for himself and he did whatever Dumbledore told him to do until he made the Voldemort decision. Whereas H.W. Uh, Bush lost his presidency precisely because he kept making decisions without running them by other people. So uh, we're going back to W being fudge. I'm with Charles. I can work with this. If anything, I feel like Herbert Hoover would be currently as fudge because it's just like, no, this cannot keep going on. And then just like does not adequately respond to it for shit. And then like the whole, like everything is just, everything is just screwed. Is to me like a more apt of just like the like level of just like awfulness that descends because of him. Oh shit! Is Cornelius Fudge Sam Brown back? I feel like that's a better argument than Hoover because Hoover was oh. like the most competent person anyone knew for his entire career before he became president, whereas Cornelius Fudge was always a glad handling bumbler. And like Hoover, like actually standardized the screw when he was Secretary of Commerce, like. He actually was like an experienced engineer. Fudge. But he'd never been an elected official. Mm -hmm. He'd been a government official, but he'd never been an elected official. He'd like never had to run a campaign. And he was essentially like, he was given like the country at like peak economy. Like he was given like a lot of write in. Like Al Smith was a Catholic. Like he was given so much to like, like he really had like a runway set out for him. And then he just. Like, like, and he could have been, like, he could have responded better, but he just didn't. And just, like, really held on to that laissez-faire. Like, after, like, they knew it wasn't working, like, after, like, banks in Europe were collapsing, like, her, he just held on to that. So, no. like, post-book post three Cornelius Fudge, then, for Hoover is your argument? Yes. Yes. Okay. Also, definitely not Sam Brownback, because Sam Brownback is a member of Opus Dei, and I don't think Fudge ever, like, would start beating himself. I mean, not that you know of. That was a mental image I didn't need. But it's there. You're not going to get rid of it. Well, because to me, that's the thing. Like, Doris, like, Betsy DeVos is, like, she's too obviously evil. And to me, that's why Dolores Umbridge will always just be, like, the embodiment of, like, the Eastern European Soviet bloc, like, nomenclatura of, like, this is necessary. Like, I have this job because of, like, the system. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, what, like, the leadership doesn't know won't hurt them. Like, I have to reach this goal. And somehow that translates into the real world where Betsy DeVos thinks that teachers need guns because bears will overrun the schools otherwise. Yeah. Process it. This works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And basically a lot of stuff is now probably not going to be allowed to be taught in schools, you know, if Trump gets second term. So Friday of the Pod, Leah Kirk, who was supposed to be on but couldn't make it. Uh, Are you just going to keep telling your friend of the pod to be passive aggressive? 
How do we feel? I'm, just, I'm actually just stealing it from Pod Save America, but you know. Uh, and also try to make it sound like that we have a larger following than we actually have. Which, side note, I had a dream last night that I was going through our analytics and we had like 93 listeners on average each episode, which I would love. But uh, so Leah says, for uh, for the record, the Castro brothers could easily be the Weasley twins. I feel like they're more of the Creepy brothers than the Weasley twins. Is this just because they're twins, or I mean, is there something about their demeanor? I say nothing about their demeanor, but I'm guessing. Well, I know one of them used to actually step in for the other and like parade and stuff, like when they were busy. What? I can't, can't I remember have which two one. Of her. They're mm-hmm. definitely the Weasley twins. Mm-hmm. I can see it. I can see them like pulling pranks on each other and on other people. Like they've got that personality. I agree with her. And so does my dog. I would also make the argument that Mary Madeline in certain ways is Severus Snape because of like, not like a shit person to begin with, but just then started feeding it, like sort of like getting, like got like too involved and then just like ended up helping like, you know, like helping like Dick Cheney and Debbie and like all the other people get in and get in, get like literally like lock their things down in the White House. I think Severus Snape is more like Mitt Romney. Just like doing what he needs to kind of get in position, survive, occasionally doing the right thing, especially later on. Yeah. So we're just going to see like, we're just going to see President Trump just like strangle Mitt Romney on live TV. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I mean, I do in. Trump does, does strangle, uh, what's his name, John McCain even after his death. So there's that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Nagini Breitbart? Or no, because he no, because he died. Yeah, so she can't be Breitbart because he died like way, way too early for all of this. For Cham or C. Bannon. Yeah. Who do we see uh, Bill Barr as? Oh, who's the Minister of Magic after? Uh, yeah, is he like not like strongly, but just in the sense of like is like been there in the ministry for a while and then comes back and then just like he's the one who like uh, like under his like leadership is when it actually goes off the rails that would be mike pence no, no we already decided that pro- mike pence is probably calling creepy i mean you did yeah you you just you decided that one i don't think the rest of us agreed with it yeah i also am the producer so i can edit out everything anytime a disagreement <laughs> i feel like mike pence is more of a voldemort than don trump is voldemort was clever and he was very good in school. Trump wasn't. We actually don't know that. We never got his transcripts, remember? And he actually threatened to sue my alma mater, Fordham University, if they ever release his transcripts. Which means he wasn't good at school then. <laughs> school is hard. How to my school if they decided to like, give out my record? I'm just trying to think, like, who might have been around for the Wizarding War but found some excuse not to. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say bone spurs again. That's too obvious. You know, had a cold, thought they were a squib for a while, something like that. Uh, Wayne LaPierre. Oh, okay. Uh, Filch, Ted Cruz. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> hates him. Everyone hates him. He's bitter because he's surrounded by people who are actually liked and talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Does Ted Cruz have a cat? 
we he don't know. He strikes me as a cat person. Why else would he be putting fish in the microwave? <laughs> oh God, he does that. I didn't even know that. However, do you? We, I've never seen him with a cat, but also, I would see that casually like try to avoid him because because according to a lot of old mythologies, cats can you know sense demons or things like that. Mm-hmm. We've also never. We also did see that his daughters are like basically crying when he hugged her in on, in front of camera. I mean, that sounds like an appropriate reaction to Ted Cruz touching you. Yes. Yes. Uh, mm. Ted Cruz is slimy. And I would never trust Filch. I would never trust Ted Cruz. So who is Ron Weasley, the occasionally loyal sidekick? Oh, Joe Biden. Is wildly inconsistent in terms of uh, emotional maturity. Joe Biden. Yeah, that makes sense. But for that, you need to figure out who Harry Potter is. I think that implies it's Barack Obama. Yeah. And Dr. Biden's definitely Hermione, so... Oh, yeah. A lot smarter, probably should have a lot more attention. Who's Jenny Weasley? Well, then it's Michelle. But then yeah. Michelle, oh, Michelle is best okay. friend and sisterly with you know, George W. Bush. Well, that's... You don't know everything about Jenny's social life. Blame J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling for that. Yeah, because like there's a whole 25-year <laughs> gap. 19 years, sorry. And they're not best friends. She's just, you know, nice to him because... Well, she's Michelle Obama, and when he doesn't have any power, he's basically just like a sad little puppy that is, you know, indirectly. <laughs> and remember, Michelle Obama is the one who always says, when they go low, we go high. And I'm sure you could translate that into a Quidditch metaphor if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. This is true. I mean, the thing with George, like, HW and W, is that I would argue that's more in some ways, like... Barty Crouch Sr. and Barty Crouch Jr. than anything else. Oh, yeah. Jr. was much more competent than W, though. He also pretended to be someone else for a while. I mean, I suppose (laughs) you could say that, like, the real-world version of Mad-Eye Moody then was a decent human being that people would actually want to spend time with. Colin Powell? Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that, 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 that suits me. Mm -hmm. Hannah, you have not suggested a single one yet, and it's time. <laughs> <laughs> She's just judging all of our choices. I'm just eating my, my lunch. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying Emmanuel Macron isn't, isn't for Delacour, okay. but I'm not saying he's not for Delacour. Ooh. Ooh. Like, all this potential, like, we don't know, like, what happened. We don't know what happened for her to get selected for the Triwizard Cup, like, like, and just, like, yeah, she just... Emmanuel Macron is just, like, supposed to, like, have this potential and then just, like, continually keeps, like, coming up short. You know, she married a werewolf. He married an older woman. I feel like there are some differences, but that's just me. Al Gore Wait, who is Professor Bin. Who's Al Gore? Uh, he's Professor Bins. Aww. Like, he can get very boring very quickly, but actually a smart guy. But see, like, unlike Professor Bins, Al Gore actually got things done occasionally. Flitwick. Like, Bins never did anything. I've just had Al Gore as Flitwick pop into my head, and I'm going to stick with that. But, like, Flitwick was a champion dueler. Like, Al Gore... Al Gore has dueled the world for the sake of the climate. He won an Oscar for it. Damn it. So many people have skeptical looks on their faces. 
I mean, yeah. I guess the biggest thing is I just think about like how much like Tipper Gore was like, our children shouldn't hear these things in music at the same time like her husband was like cheating on her for like almost a decade, if not more. So it's just like, mm. Wait, then you actually made a valid argument, she and Lynn Cheney, for uh, being umbrage because like censorship and all that. I don't or actually, no. actually, no. Who was the editor? Did they ever say who the editor of the Daily Prophet was? I don't know, the Prophet, I guess. <laughs> oh, but Michelle Malkin is Rita Skeeter. Think about no, it. But like Michelle Malkin actually didn't do any like real work to like get where she was. I was gonna say Rita Skeeter would be Megan Kelly. Mm. No, that would be actually uh, yeah, John McCain's running mate. I forgot her name. Sarah Palin. No, that that woman uh, who was uh, who was uh, very controversial. I forgot her name. Sarah Palin. Yes. We just said that. Oh, okay. We just Skeeter as Sarah Palin, but I don't see Sarah Palin as being or Rhea Skeeter being very much a populist. I think. No, no, I wouldn't put her as a politician. I would have her as somebody who talks about politics, jumps yeah. to a lot of conclusions. I would amend my thought about it being oh. Megan Kelly to Nancy Grace. Rhea Skeeter is. Uh, Nancy Grace, no, Nancy Grace. That's that sounds. Thank you. Like no, let's Alex just think jo- about when Alex she was talking Jones. about Lindsay Lohan getting a book no. deal for being in jail, and she was like, she's gonna spend all that money on booze and hot pants. Like that just will always be like peak Nancy Grace to me. No. What about Al- Sarah Huckabee Sanders or whatever, however you pronounce it? Huckabee. Huckabee. Yeah. Hold on. Actually, just back with this last one. Rhea Skeeter as Alex Jones. No. Because Rita Skeeter spends her entire career as a tool of the establishment. And Alex Jones, for all of his many faults, is mostly just a grifter. But both of them are huge conspiracy theorists. Has Rita Skeeter ever been sued for slandering the parents of dead children? We don't know. Stuff happened in the Wizarding War, so it could have happened, but... As near as I can tell, the Wizarding World doesn't really have libel laws. Because... All of book three, book four, and book five entered into evidence, please. Mufasa I also say that the Klitschko brothers yeah. are like Victor Crumb in combination, because like all this happens in like the UK, but like we don't know what's happening with like, like Durmstrang or like anything that happens with the Wizarding World in like Eastern Europe. Like it is totally just like left off the table. Like we don't know if they're having like the wizard equivalent of like like the Maidan protests or anything. And I think that that like that, that's just like there's so much like that, that could be done there. Fossil, you said one for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, I, I'm I'm wondering who that could be actually. I still think, I think that could be uh, Rita Skeeter actually, but a more a more formal version of her. And let's face it, there's only one reporter in, there's in actually, the Wizarding World. There's two, but one is debatable, and that's Gino uh, Jenny Weasley. What? That's Jeannie, Jeannie, uh, Jeannie Weasley, but in uh, Cursed Child. But she's also a sports reporter. I was going to say, what about, uh, what about Luna yeah, Love's dad? Who's a reporter? Oh, then she he would actually... Yeah, he runs, he runs an alt-weekly. Yeah. Like, so he, he would be what's... Um, who was the publisher of... Who was the publisher of Na- National Enquirer that's like BFFs with Trump? Oh, that's right. That would be... We would love Good's dad. But he's also a conspiracy theorist. Have you ever read National Enquirer? 
Have you ever read National Enquirer? That is all conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, someone, like, this celebrity's dead, and it's like, they've already been dead, or they're just, like, fine. There's no, like, no, they do not have cancer. No, like, there's not a tapeworm that's an alien controlling the government. It's like, it is it's just like... David Pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. So is Dumbledore just, like, Jimmy Carter? Rel- relevant once a long time ago, retired retired to like trying to do little small acts of good out in the out in the country no i would say he was a peacemaker so that would be kofi annan or however you pronounce his last name yeah kofi annan there's a whole oil for food program though with kofi annan that was a scandal true also is milton dumbledore had a scandal too actually horace slughorn because, like, he was, like, the one who's supposed to be, like, this professor, and, like, he said, like, who gave him, inf- like, gave Voldemort information about Horcruxes, even though, like, he knew it was bad. And it's, like, Milton Friedman, like, was, like, oh, we're gonna do all these good things, but then, like, was later forced to admit in life that, like, no, probably, like, there should be some manner of, like, a social safety net, like, the free market can really not do everything and anything for everyone. How did Voldemort get into that uh, restricted section of the library again? Wait, did he get in? I thought he just somehow just heard about it, and then yes. No, I think he got in. He actually mentioned it, as far as I remember. Professor Slughorn, I was in the restricted section of the library, yes. and like. There you go. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Is the invisibility cloak incognito mode, and is the map like the map of everyone in Hogwarts? Cookies. I think both <laughs> the cloak and the Marauders map could, in some way, be attributed to Twitter. No, if we're going to go with the invisibility cloak being anything with the website, with the web, then it has to be the Tor browser. Okay, that's, yeah. yeah. That's, but also remember that, like, there are multiple invisibility cloaks, and there's, like, like that's one of the things they talk about is, like, the different charms on different invisibility cloaks are, like, good or will wear off over time. And so and we've seen that the FBI, and we've seen that the FBI actually has been able to track people on Tor. Yeah, because limited number of people using Tor. Um, no idea what Tor is. Oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> it's a web browser that uh, basically uh, it's all masking you because what it will do is actually it will have every bit of web traffic not be direct, but instead go from point A to point B in the world and just messes but it with so much. Person, yeah. But if you're the only person using Tor in your area, then it's actually really obvious that you're the one using Tor. So, so then it's like you've got the cloak and somebody else has the map. Yes. Yes. Wait, no. Marauder's map would actually be Cambridge Analytica. <laughs> <laughs> That's true because it like shows like Peter Pettigrew and other things, and like no one takes the time to be like, oh, like why is Peter Pettigrew like just here? Like he's supposed to be dead, chilling constantly with children. Who is Uncle Vernon? Actually, you know, I feel like I feel like Peter Pettigrew is Dennis Hastert. I was starting to wonder who the Marauders would be. I mean, it would have to be like an old Republican administration, right? But do we know that Pettigrew was a pedophile? He spent years of his life pretending to be a small animal getting cuddled by children. But did he like said enough children. horrible things about but, Elmo on our episode last week. But did he ever say Elmo? While he was around the children? 
like like somebody would have caught him if he was like being bad you know like then they would have found him before harry did I mean, in the same way that, you know, life, yeah. art imitates life, life imitates art. It's like what Harry Potter books made very clear to us was that even with magic, a justice system cannot function well enough to keep bad people from doing bad things. Azkaban is, Azkaban is Gitmo. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Actually, no, worse. Abu Ghraib. True, but Azkaban is, like, never destroyed. Like, Abu Ghraib is, like, changed hands. Like, it's... I feel like, like it's more like actually of a supermax because it's all psychological torture. Yeah, and Azkaban is Guantanamo Bay. Was that Azkaban is Guantanamo Bay? Yeah, but however, Azkaban was eventually dismantled. Like in uh, in between, I think it was like after uh, book seven. Like they say that in um, it, it was like one of the supplemental books. It was like the history of like of Hogwarts or something. I mean, are we really going to believe, like, J.K. Rowling being like, this person found, like, I, like unless it's in a book, it yeah. can it can just... It was, it was just, in, um, yeah, it said that it was uh, Sh- Shacklebolt did that. Like, he, because he found that to be too much torture. And Abu Ghraib was shut down, kind of. Waterboarding. He is waterboarding the Dementors, then? Yeah. I mean, I also just want to make a whole argument about how the dining hall is just, like, the American food system... And, like, house elves are, like, in some ways, like, illegal immigrants in the sense of, like, they're there and we know about them. But it's, like, they're, like, oh, just, like, food appears, like, on our plates. And, like, there's Magic. not a lot of questioning from, like, the average Hogwarts student. Well, the dining hall is actually Boston College uh, Library. They look exactly alike. I was going more for, like, the metaphorical than the, like, actual space itself. Oh, okay. And some people know that it's wrong that we take advantage of the house elves slash migrant workers in the fields that are essentially living in slavery but not enough of us actually do anything and occasionally some people get really up in arms and you know start an awkwardly named organization to deal with it and then they just sort of drop it because i assume the writer forgot because i think about like the free like what like how easy it would be to be like oh like dobby is a free elf like all it took was like a sock in a book like if that was how easy it was to like free like house elves from like from bondage then like technically like everyone could just like go put a like give a sock to a house elf and just free them all but no, no you like, ask like, me the family or uh as be the master that gives the uh gives the uh, clothing item yeah. also as a little disclaimer to our listeners please don't just go offering random articles of clothing to people you suspect will be illegal immigrants it will just be offensive yes this is a political metaphor this is not an actual like advice Unless actually it is at the detention centers because that those people actually do need that because they are really poorly treated. Yes. Hashtag abolish ice. And even then when you talk about like the free elves that like work in the Hogwarts kitchens, like I I feel like they talk about their wages like very vaguely, but it also is not like they are not like paid like they're not like they're working like who knows how many days a year and like it just it just feeds into that. It just feeds into that into food service and to it all. Is anyone else really glad they didn't put this part of the books into the movies? Which part of the books? Basically, you know, suffering. Yeah. Uh, which which part? Basically, everything about what they do to the house elves. That should have been in the movies. I agree. It was important. It's important to understand the shitty world that JKR made. In all of its shitty ways. Oh, already I'm also surprised in the Fantastic Beast movies that they haven't brought it up more because it's like, 
back just enough that like I feel like especially when they're talking about like aristocratic families and like what have you that like there should be like there should be more of like a house elf element that could be very present in those books and especially the films. Who are the goblins? Now that you think we're we're talking about house elves, but there are also the goblins who. Um, oh, this they... is gonna be one that I can't touch. Because I know yeah, the I think answer. Charles are the ones who are best equipped to deal with that. Damn. Do you want to talk about how they're horrible anti-Semitic metaphors, or should I, Charles? All you, Cohen. I, I have maxed out on my desire to even this week. They're, you know, written by a Brit, uh, control the banks, are devious, sniveling, conniving, and have long noses. And at one point, I'm pretty sure one's, like, name is based on that. Also, literally only care about money. Don't forget that. Part. Yeah. <laughs> I would also you know make what? an argument for the Swiss banks because of like, there's a vault here that has not been opened in years and years and years. Only the person like with this specific like key or code. Like, so in some ways, I would argue that like Green Gods is like a Swiss bank. It's like a Swiss bank and like a Swiss deposit box in that way. I think we're uh, going towards a very controversial uh, opinion making stage, and I think I'm gonna take my question away. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast is a safe space don't worry I mean, last we week we went into for, we will make fun of people for saying outrageous things but it'll just usually be when we're messaging each other after we record or on the next week's episode literally last week we went into about how El, uh, Elmo's anti-Semitic just the guy that played him mm-hmm. in Times Square mm-hmm but it's the center of the universe. That's literally the catchphrase of Times Square. Or Crossroads of the World. That's where you go. That's it. That's it. Going back to Cornelius Fudge, can we also say that he is Boris Johnson in ways? Oh, goodness, yes. Oh, absolutely. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. Brexit's going to be fine. Like, we're not, like, there's not going to be hard border checks in the Irish Sea. Like, Bob, like, it's it's just going to, like, slowly, it's just going to, like, sl- like, like, Boris Johnson's Cornelius Fudge before the fall, as it were. I mean, we're pretty close to that. You have, oh, no, Voldemort isn't back. It's not real. This is all fake. And then, hey, Boris Johnson, hey, look at that. He has the coronavirus. Yeah. Wouldn't that be Kim Jong-un? Big girl's blouse. I don't think Kim Jong-un ever denied the existence of the coronavirus. It's just that the regime around him will not allow people to believe that he's susceptible to it. Well, and especially when his, like, special advisor, Dominic Cummings, is, like, not just, like, breaking, like, stay at home, but is, like, going, like, 200-plus miles to go, like, visit family with his children while being symptomatic. And then, like, the police are calling, like, the police are calling, like, someone is calling the police saying, this looks like Dominic Cummings. He's supposed to live in London. Why is he in Durham? Oh, Pius Thickney's would be uh, Vladimir Putin. That doesn't work. Putin's not a puppet. Yeah. He is for the one world order. Wake up, sheeple. Don't talk to me like I'm not wearing a mask at Costco. Yeah. I'm backing away slowly from this conversation. <laughs> and uh, you still haven't come up with anything on your end. Yes, I have. I have said things. When you re- listen to this back, you'll hear. Um, well, I think Laura Kelly is McGonagall. Firmly supportive of that. Sweetheart. Madam Pomfrey is Dr. Burks. 
Ruth Bader Ginsburg is actually McGonagall. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, what was her name? The who was the governor of? I'm gonna hate myself that I forgot this. Governor of Texas before Bush. Ann Richards. Yes, she's McGonagall. <laughs> no. But that's um, like, but no, that fits with the sass that like Maggie Smith brings to that role. Like Ann Richards, like McGonagall is like like silver foot in his mouth type level of sass. So that 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 I I stand um, apart. I would see yeah. RBG before I would see Ann Richards. I could yeah. go with RBG. Yeah, have you read? Well, also, okay, like, if you take a poll on this one, who here has seen, not read, or I guess also I'll do two. First poll is who has read book eight? Nope. I have. I've, okay. I've kind of read like a quarter of it and then took like okay. literally a place. And who has seen Cursed Child? Oh, shoot. Who has seen it in London, though? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have not seen it in London, but I have been to Platform 9 and 3 quarters there. Oh, I have been there, too. Because um, I would say if you read, or if you see it, you'll see McGonagall, whoever plays her, she has that level of sass. Yeah, I, I, I think it's because they will cut Harry to size. And let's also remember that Ann Richards was I think Brenda Kelly could take you on. But also, let's think about like remember Ann Richards was like a high school teacher like back in the day, so like that like that fits perfectly. That fits perfectly. Then that would be also Carolyn Maloney and Elizabeth Warren. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go possibly because I'm from Kansas and biased. I'm gonna stick with Hannah's idea. Laura Kelly puts up with absolutely no bullshit around people that are great with it. She is scared of literally nobody. If you saw the picture that was just taken of her in the Oval Office with Trump, where she is looking just calm and in control, and he is slouched over with his hands clasped together, you know what I'm talking about. And if you get on her bad side, she can tear you apart. Have you personally I've seen her turn into a cat yet? But I bet she can. Have you personally experienced that, Ben Cohen? What's that? Have you personally experienced that from your governor? I mean, I've watched her do it to other people. I tend to get along with her. <laughs> I'm one of her good students. Thank you very much. Mm. One of her good students. That's an interesting way to put it. Okay. Yes, and I'm going to stick with that. I just now, wanted to point out that she about, uh, about Peter Pettigrew earlier. What about the other Marauders? Like, who would be James Potter in all this? Shame, shame Barack Obama's dad. dad. What's that? Barack Obama's shame dad. Hannah, who are Robert, you? RFK. Hannah's saying that I'm James Potter. No, that you have disappeared into your background oh. so much. Oh. I can't can't look at you. Yes, uh, so funny, man. <laughs> your eyes are gone. It's creepy. My background is uh, Pride Rock for the good listeners. <laughs> is this one better? <laughs> no. This is what nightmares are made of, Seamus. This is what nightmares are made my of. My back listeners, my background is now Barney and Friends. <laughs> That you are It wasn't like you were standing next to them. Your face was his body. <laughs> like... No, Seamus, there is only Barney. Hey, he loves me. I love him. We are one big happy family. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sorry. Back to James Potter. <laughs> yes. You have to be like some sort of paternal figure in politics. So. Who inherited his position and like is kind of an arrogant jackass? Julian Bond. Who? Julian Bond, former founder of SNCC 
and then president of the NAACP, who got in, like a vicious battle with John Lewis over the fifth congressional district in the eighties in Georgia. Oh, we really want to do a throwback, John Adams, because he was kind of an asshole. You're giving James, Potter but he wasn't like kill, But he didn't like die in office. You're giving James too much credit. Mm. You know, fun-loving, probably okay, but also a little bit of a dick at times. Was definitely a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The way he treated Snape. Yeah, and like John Adams also like called, and I apologize for what I'm about to say, but I'm just quoting history. Alexander Hamilton, a Creole bastard. Ooh. Let's move away from that one. So, you know, we do have some, like, wizard world racism, but... But, yeah, just for that alone, like, that would be, like, John Adams calling someone, like, a mudblood, so that would, like, no, that would just, like, that would remove him from that, like, from that level of standing. Yeah, he sounds like Draco Malfoy, actually. Yeah. No, but, like, Draco Malfoy didn't do anything to, like, actually help, like, the government. But he was older, on the bad side until he got, became the victim. Think of. Like one of the dailies, maybe? Or Lucius, Lucius Malfoy. What's that? I'm just thinking about somebody who's not Lucius great. Malfoy. What do you mean, like, Mayor Daly, Actually, like, no, the word. senior? James, James I'm still Cass. thinking about a James Potter analog here. Like, somebody who's, you know, not great, but probably had their upsides. Uh, definitely could be some sort of a mentor or precursor to Barack Obama. Lyndon Johnson. I think James Potter works more as uh, John F. Kennedy. Died in office, mostly got into his position through through inherited privilege and uh, hashtag daddy's money. Um, I'd put him more as RFK than JFK. James Potter did not have scandals either. And RFK, that would fit with like RFK, like actually loving Ethel Kennedy and having like 20 kids. Well, eventually. Yeah, okay, I can see RFK instead of JFK. Who's JFK in the Withering World? Someone who like gave we a lot have of a hope in the Withering World. Someone who gave a lot of hope, but like never actually accomplished anything. Lockhart. Lockhart. Yeah. No, we already no. did Lockhart. Oh, uh, Neville Longbottom's father. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But he didn't have scandals though. That we know of. Yeah. Okay, but like, let's think about like the scandal in the sense of like there was like that that level of like, is it Neville? Is it Harry? Is it Neville? Is it Harry? Like that in itself, like starts to add to that, like level of like, I feel like so much of Deathly Hallows was like that conniption fit of an argument. Yo, imagine it was actually Neville and not Harry. There's a whole episode of film theory about that. Also, Matthew Lewis glowed up like so much compared to like when he first started in the films. So whoever we pick from Neville Longbottom later should really be somebody who started off kind of frumpy and then got really, really smooth looking later on, or just really improved dramatically later in their career. If we know anyone that ever killed a snake with a sword, that will be an easy edge. Um, frankly, I think we need to make a movie about that person. Who fucked Do up in know... politics and then did good? I know someone who did the opposite. Did... I was going to say John Edwards, but we don't know what he also looked like when he's younger. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Nor do we need to. See, this is making me... Th- we, we talked about enough Kennedys. That makes me think of Ted Kennedy now. You know, kind of grew up with a little bit of privilege because of just people knowing because of his family. Uh, had some issues when he was younger, like getting drunk and killing someone. Um, passed a lot of good legislation later in life. Cobra shit. Passed Cobra, killed a snake. Come on. Work with me here. The metaphors are not perfect. 
I mean, I just, I mean, that stake's still alive. I still seeing it like suck people like dry of their unemployment because it's like I want health insurance, but now I have to pay the full premium. <sighs> you know, the fact that also a lot of people are on Cobra right now because they were laid off because of coronavirus, like that's that's a downer, dude. It's like no, like my dad got like laid off multiple times during the Great Recession. Like I remember, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. like I remember having to hear about Cobra as someone who had to like have health insurance through Cobra. But we try to be like somewhat uplifting on this podcast. Don't, don't you listen? There's so many downers to Harry Potter. Like there are so many down moments in Harry Potter. Like you cannot yes. have like a great resounding ending until like someone has been kicked down into the dirt. Well then talk about more positive people. Like <laughs> um, Sharice Davids is totally Angelina Johnson. I've decided. Totally for that. Decided this yesterday. Not the star, but it's still a badass, and everyone knows it. And she joined Dumbledore's army later on. Like, mm-hmm. she got involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was good at magic. Sharice Davids literally will do push-ups on the house floor. There is video of this. Yeah. Who did I think Pete was? Oh, Pete Ricketts is Draco. But didn't you get, did you guys say somebody else for Draco? Because I, I think, think Pete's Draco. For Draco. But that's still open. Who would be yeah. Cedric Diggory? He's like a daddy's boy, you know. And wants everyone to remember it, but also wants them to believe that he's great. Uh, Cedric Junior, Cedric Diggory. Oh, uh, Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg is still alive, and probably But his his political career is maybe over. Oh, it's not. I think it's just beginning. Like he could definitely get appointed DNC chair. Yeah. Especially because Tom Perez is going to run for governor of Maryland. See, that's why I don't want to say Jason Kander either, because like at some point he's probably going to make a comeback. Yeah. Well, Cedric could have if he hadn't been murdered. I know, but there's still the he'd been murdered thing. Gabby Giffords? That's too, no. I don't no. Like that. That's too on the nose. <laughs> Actually, if we're going to go Gabby Giffords, then, like, couldn't we say when the we- which Weasley was it that got the arm ear chopped off? Oh, that's right, because he married... Oh, who whoever married Flort because... They yeah, got really attractive, and then he just got like got all wrecked. And she was like, "No, I still love George? you." And that was like for some reason a, plot, a subplot. Was it George? No, the one that didn't die. Mm-hmm. No, that's right. Uh, what am I thinking? It's it's Charles. No. Fred. Fred turned to the dark side. Like I don't know. Wait. Oh yeah, that would be a good question. Who would who would Percy or who would Percy be? That's who I was thinking of. Turn to the dark side. Somebody got to Ben Sass's. Susan you Collins. Think ben Sass will ever like do anything redeeming? No. Okay. Oh, it'd have to, or it'd have to be like somebody who was like probably a Democrat that turned Republican and like is now Trumpian. Zell Miller gave the 1992 DNC keynote and then gave the 2004 RNC keynote, being like, "The Democratic Party, blah blah blah." They want the army to use spitballs. Oh, this one. You, I know y'all are going to probably disagree with me on. Oh Percy is Rudy Giuliani. Started off good, had a lot of potential, but gave it all up to become a psychophant to somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, okay. and he, he was like actually like rather progressive when he was. Somebody's beeping. Or is it I'm just me? That. I think that's you. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably my headphones then. Thanks, Seamus. Thanks, thanks for gaslighting us. <laughs> All right, guys. So I got to head on, uh, hop on to another phone call. Fossil, thank you for jumping on and being a guest on Campbell and Cohen's Cookie Quarantine. Thank you.
Thank you for having me. For the Wizarding World. And then there were five. Do we have to say that, or do we have to say Avada Kedavra whenever anyone signs off? No, because that implies that they'll never come back. Yeah. I mean, we've already had Charles on three times now. Yeah, so now you're killing people? I mean, some of them. What about it as Ben? So much for the rule of law in Kansas. It's Kansas. You don't pay attention to us anyway. We could be doing anything out here. At least you're not Oklahoma with your 70-foot tall statue of Elon Musk. You know, I really thought you were going to go with Joe Exotic there. You know, Elon Musk wants to speak to the manager of California because he is the Ulta Karen. In some ways, Elon Musk is Gilderoy Lockhart because it's not that he isn't like... It's like he present like presents really well, or like has this like whole like cult following. But it's like he's also like at a point where he can hire other engineers who are better engineers than him to do the work and then present it. He also didn't literally found Tesla. He just sort of connived his way into being called the founder of it. Exactly. Or actually, maybe that's actually perfect. Whoever invented the sneakoscope would be Elon Musk. Oh, so I'm not going to call him one of the Weasleys. No, Sneakoscope, like, that predated, like, that was, like, in the, mentioned in the first book. Yeah. But, like, has, like, one big invention and then basically just has a name for himself afterward. Hold on. Edgar Scrowger. It's not the same, because none of us knew who that person was. Yeah. 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 It doesn't work. One of us would have known that name. Also, that name definitely isn't mentioned in the books, so, like... Not canon. You're cheating. That's something that, you know, J.K. Rowling thought of later when she was like, hey, I haven't made money uh, in the last hour. Apparently he's mentioned in Azkaban. Oh, whatever. That's my favorite one. <laughs> book or movie? Both. You're on the wiki. I think I have the book next to me. I was going to look it up. Prove you wrong. I packed my books the other day. Okay, so like he has one mention in the entire series. Or that's his first mention. But, like, Elon Musk is mentioned, like, daily. Exactly. Yeah. Not the same level of famous. Who is the portrait of the fat lady? Total gatekeeper. Wants more attention than is necessary. Really needs to shut up and do what her job is. Any sergeant of arms. Could that be Sarah Huckabee Sanders? Mm, I think that's an insult to the fat lady. Yeah. Also aspiring singer. You never know. You know, her dad is apparently a very talented bass player. Who likes to celebrate when Kim Davis gets out as a great moral and spiritual victory for the country. The fat lady's a diva. She probably has questionable choices and associations. Okay. Who would Sirius Black be? That one's hard for me. Long misunderstood. Genuinely good, but people don't tend to understand that. Think about somebody whose image has been like severely rehabilitated, you know, maybe towards the end of their career or after they passed away. Like whose public opinion just really improved on significantly and for good reason and not just sentimentality. Calvin Coolidge, maybe? Because he only became popular after Reagan said that was one of his favorites. No. Like, no. He was also laconic to the point of, like... Sleeping 12 hours a day. Mm. So, like, he would shut up very quickly. Sirius Black would never shut up. So... So, talks a lot. A lot of people found them annoying. Harry Truman? 
John McCain, huh? I can see Truman. Because, like, he was known as, like, the senator from Pendergast. Ignore And, him. like, did not have Ignore a great reputation, was not supposed to win re-election, <laughs> and, like, became this, like, important person. No, actually, my Hannah had the idea of John McCain. Uh, like, that was his Waterloo. Like That's really... <laughs> they're really not into that. I, don't I, like I, I, could, I could see an argument for John McCain. Thank you. He was born into born into privilege. Um, mm-hmm. Fucked up a little bit. Spent some time in jail. Uh, these are a lot of boxes that are that are getting checked. Jail is a lot different from being a POW. Let's also be very, very, very. Well, jail is uh, with your jail is Azkaban. We've compared it to Abu Ghraib. I think this. Com- I think this comparison holds, unless you yeah. want to revisit that comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and like so, he tried to like he wasn't that bad. And like I mean, he was an okay Republican. Is Phyllis Schlafly Bellatrix Lestrange? Who is who Bellatrix? Phyllis Schlafly. Um, she opposed the Equal Rights Amendment back in the day. Like conservative. There's this whole mini series on Hulu about her. It's America or Mrs. America. I haven't seen it. You have to. We've got to decide like fully who we believe uh, Voldemort is in this situation before we can decide who Bellatrix is. Yeah, they all change around depending on who's who. Yeah. Because we can't say it's Trump because Rowling has said that Trump is worse. Yeah. True. Trump's not smart enough to be Voldemort. Trump's not good at conniving. I mean... Um, oh God, I just lost the name. I was just about to say it. Who was... Ronald Reagan. Ooh. Ronald Reagan is not Bellatrix Lestrange. No, no, Ronald Reagan is Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, because then Nancy Reagan as Belichick is strange makes to- like makes total sense. That I could see. Like, I kind of love that. Cult following. Cult following start started out as life afraid of everything, um, but particularly minorities, um, and like slowly moved to like more right wing positions as time went on. Had their had their time in power, it was awful, and everyone was devastated. And lots of people died. Yeah, there was a lot of hope when they were done. And then, you know, one of them eventually came back. One, their ideas eventually came back in a big way. And somehow it got even worse after that. I was going to say Grindelwald, but yeah, you make a really good argument for Reagan. Also, Ronald Wilson Reagan, 666. I rest my case. And if you re-scramble all the letters, somehow it becomes Tom Marvolo Riddle. Don't ask me how, it just does. Let's also remember that technically Ronald Reagan is the only trade is the only union union leader to ever be elected president. Which is weird. I don't know if there's anything about Voldemort that has that level of irony other than the fact that he's technically half blooded. Yeah, I think that's pretty close. I mean I think I think that works out really well because Voldemort wanted to kill uh those who were not pure blooded and Reagan spent his entire presidency killing unions. So Okay. And also, AIDS was not a gay disease. <laughs> also, but in that way, oh, that yeah. would make Ronald Reagan more like Cornelius Fudge than anything in terms of like denying that something was wrong. Like because when we think about like no, that actually better. Cornelius Fudge is Ronald Reagan because of like the sh- like when we talk about like we're a shining city on the hill, and you're neglecting how the crack epidemic has destroyed urban communities of color. When you're talking about the AIDS crisis affecting like the gay community, like. Ronald Reagan, more than anything, is Cornelius Fudge. I think Reagan was no wasn't ignoring. Following. He just knew and didn't care. 
-hmm. Like you're assuming that there was ignorance as opposed to outright evil. But let's also talk about like if we're really gonna buy into the like by the end of his second term he had Alzheimer's and like all that and like they were like just like like weekend at burning burning him for politics. Like they say that I think really what happened is he tried to you know cast one of his terrible policies at somebody and then they bounced it back. I'm rolling. But, it now. Actually, you know, I was just like thinking about this as like when I was falling asleep last night. Don't ask me why. Okay. But with why? Anyway. <laughs> so uh, with Reagan, though, also he would always be told things that he didn't like to hear, and basically he's like, "I have this policy. I have to stick with. I am not going to listen to you." Like with the AIDS crisis, like see Ever Coop, who was one of his people, also like a vampire conservative, says, "Yeah, we have to actually start like promoting condom use." And basically, he just shuts him out completely of the administration. I mean, but that was after, like, Coop was actually was able to go and, like, use government resources and send information on condoms to almost every household in America. So, if we're agreed on Reagan as Voldemort, what would his Horcruxes have been? What would his, his Horcruxes have Ooh. CPAC. Like, these don't even have to line up with the Horcruxes in the book. I mean, it, we could. Mary Lou Retton makes sense. Um, it's in Scalia. associated with a former president. The American Medical Association. Mm. Early, early on in his life, that was that was how he started out on his path. The the recordings he did for the AMA opposing universal health care. Oh my God, you're so cute. Anna right now is taking a photo of her dog. That's okay. Just, you gotta do it again. She was rolling over and it was really cute, and now Aww. she stopped doing it. Mm. So I'm gonna not look at her, but my camera's ready. John Hinckley Jr. question mark. <laughs> Every year like at Washington, it was at the Washington Hilton, and we would have to wait to check in because there were thousands of people trying to check in, and we would wait, like sitting on our bags, on the exact spot where Reagan had gotten shot, like every. Year. Oh, that's morbid. Wow. Because like they hadn't changed anything in the entrance, like like I mean, like they cleaned up and all that, but it was still like no, I was like this is the exact spot where Reagan got shot. Wow. They have, like a memorial or something there. No, like yeah. like I mean like that like they probably like didn't want like people to like do like so like there was no like marker but it's like it's very clear if like you've seen like anything about it but yeah wow uh star wars or like any like any i don't know like we're still going in horcruxes yeah oh so i Antonin scalia i think Antonin scalia was nagini in that situation i thought we didn't actually have to have him line up by your rules no no but that popped into my head and i want to go with it now okay that works if anyone can produce evidence that Antonin Scalia was apparently a very attractive woman early in their life, I mean, I have a lot of questions, but that just makes it better. I mean, I would just pay to be on one of like the, the vacations he went on, like because like him and RBG were friends. I would just like pay to be like on one of those vacations and just like hear the convers like hear the conversations over the dinner table. Scalia would really, say something, RBG would tell him to shut the fuck up and you know just sit there and be quiet, and he would because he fucks with her. I feel like uh, they'd have really good discussions and debates. Like it would be. I feel like they're like actually opera fans. Like in the West Wing, when they appoint a Democrat and a Republican justice, it would be like those two. That's what I always pictured. RBG and Scalia were like. Chris Frommel, Reedy, and uh, her. Uh, what was her name? Something Beecher Lang or something. Yeah, something. Statler and Waldorf. But uh, Ben, to your whole point of how. Scalia could have been a very attractive woman. Uh, he actually was a graduate of my high school, which is all boys. So, pretty sure. Take it out what you will. I'm not here to judge. 
Oh, wait, we're doing famous graduates of our high school now? No, no. I'm Fred Sorensen, speechwriter for JFK. Prevented World War Benjamin, III from happening. Went to my high school. Benjamin Netanyahu, disgraced prime minister of Israel. <laughs> you went to Cheltenham? <laughs> yes, I did. That's the thing I always find weird is that when Benjamin Netanyahu speaks English, it's like this weird Philly accent. And it's just like, it, I just can't, it's just, it just like, it's like some episode of It's Always Sunny has just come to life and it's scary. Yeah, we also produced Reggie Jackson. You're welcome. We educated Julian Bond. That was like one of the best highlights was taking AP US History, AP US History and getting to see Julian Bond live on stage be interviewed by the curator of the LBJ Library. I gave you Bobby Flay and Al Roker. Does anyone remember how, did anyone watch the Proud Family cartoon growing up and remember how Al Roker was a villain in that? Yes. I did not know that. Also, I gave you a Wilbur Ross. I'm sorry. Which house of Hogwarts would your high school have been? I'm just going to bring this around. We'd be Ravenclaw. Mine would have all four. It wouldn't be just one house. Mine wouldn't be all four. Mine would have all four. It was very diverse. All right. But isn't like all high schools like that? It's just like, it'd be which table are you would be your house in the lunchroom. I didn't eat in the lunchroom. Well, yeah, yeah, you didn't want the food to be prepared by <laughs> bells. That's noble. I ate with the theater kids. Your kids didn't have their own table? No, we ate in the theater teacher's classroom. Hashtag Hannah Robleski is Hermione. I mean, yeah. Or Luna. Depends on the day. Oh, yeah. My group snuck food into the library. We didn't even have to sneak. Like, I stored my food in the fridge there. Here <laughs> we have the Gryffindor and the Ravenclaw just, like, clashing together. <laughs> I went in, but I'm going to sneak food in versus, no, there's a fridge there. Just use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we, we had a no food thing and also no fridge. It was very sad. I should maintain what I've said. I think this works. Yeah. I was sort of like a mix between the Hufflepuff and the Ravenclaws at my table. Like the nerdy, nerdy dorks. Yeah, the theater kids. We weren't the theater kids, though. That's how I would describe the theater kids at my high school. Yeah. <laughs> Mine too. It works. What was that face, Charles? That was the... I think we've kind of had this whole thing peter out, and also I just looked at my laptop's battery. <laughs> that's, a fair, that's a fair assessment. Well, yeah. Charles, we definitely have to talk about Philadelphia, growing up in Philadelphia things at some point. We, yes. that, did t- that did take quite a segue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we definitely need to talk growing up in Philadelphia things at some point. And really, are there any major characters that we didn't cover in this, like, at all? Molly Weasley? Oh. That's an important. That's, an, that's like... Eternal figure. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. You don't always think about how fierce they are, but when they let it out, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, we're going with that. Yeah. Okay, on that note. <laughs> all right. That is the best one. Yes. That's a good way to end it, yeah. It is. All right, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. This was one of the nerdiest things that we could have discussed in a decidedly nerdy podcast as it is. So congratulations, you have been part of history. Yeah, we'd like to thank our guests, Arnie Nelson, Charles Myers, and Hannah Robleski. Our theme music is produced by Alexander Nakamrata. I've been Seamus Campbell. I've been Ben Cohen. Mischief managed. Thanks, everyone, and stay safe. Stay safe.